0: Welcome to this bonus episode of the six figure product business podcast episode 143. So as I mentioned in one of our last bonus episodes, I kind of gave you a sneak peek into some of the focus we're going to be focusing on in 2023 in my business on the podcast and pretty much just where the direction of the business is headed in terms of what we talk about. And as I see more of you getting frustrated with social media, as I have my own love-hate relationship with Instagram, and just the sheer like force of what I believe in, in terms of growing and scaling a brand for e-commerce brand, product business, et cetera, is you have to grow your business beyond social media. You have to be able to, and you have to be able to grow your business without relying on advertising. Because I'm not saying anything is bad about advertising. I think advertising is great, but you need to know how to get customers without advertising. And one of the biggest ways that I both grew my product-based business and how I help clients is through email marketing. And we're going to be focusing a lot more on email marketing in this podcast. And I'm pretty pumped about that. In addition to offering a few new services and toolkits that will help you with your email marketing. So let's dive into it. Um, I want you to make more money in your business and I want you to make more money in your business through email marketing. You should be making at least 30% of your revenue completely attributed to email. And the best part of it is that with email marketing, you might spend one, or maybe an hour, hour and a half per month on your emails and with social media and all the other stuff you're doing, you're definitely spending like 10x that amount. And you can be making all that money with email marketing with spending very little, little time. So I want you to really understand the power of email. And if you do understand the power of email marketing, but you're just kind of not utilizing it, you're not leveraging it, you're not putting the time and effort into it, I totally get it. I hear you. But let's change that for 2023. So let's look at for today three of the most beneficial and profit and money driving email workflows that are gonna really drive the most money in your business. So we're gonna focus on three for this episode. So you want to kind of always be in just with I mean anything, like prioritizing the things that are gonna work for you. And with email marketing, you know, especially if you're using a platform like Clavio, for example, there's a lot of different options for workflows, and you might be like, well, I don't really know which one do I need. Do I need customer win Do I need card abandonment? Do I need welcome sequence? Do I need this? Do I need that one? And so my best advice to you is to start off with these th- key three, and then once you have them up and running, you can evaluate the results by looking at your analytics and things like that. So this is going to be a very quick tip episode. Let's look at three of the key workflows and sequences that you can add that are going to make the most money in your business. So the first one is your welcome sequence. So this is going to be the sequence that is attached to your opt-in. So most of you will have websites with a pop up. So like join my email list and take 10% off, something like that. Or you have something embedded in your website that allows people to join your email list in, in exchange They might get a discount or a coupon or or something. So with those people, what you're trying to do is you're trying to nurture those group of people so they learn more about your business, learn more about your product, get their coupon code that they wanted, and hopefully buy from you. So this is going to be, in my opinion, the the one to start off with. So if you're kind of like, I don't really know which ones to start with, start with this one because everybody has a pop-up. Everybody has an opt-in on their website, on their homepage, on their Shopify store. So let's start with the, this is the easy one. This is a low-hanging fruit. So for this, so in this episode, we're not going to dive into like every single email to add. I'm just focusing on which ones you should be aware of. I do have an email marketing toolkit you can grab today that will literally give you both workflows, templates, prompts subject lines you can grab for 29 bucks. I'm going to link it below. It's an absolute incredible resource that we've recently created me and my team Uh, because I hear from you. I listen to you. You always tell me, I don't like email marketing. I don't know what to say to my email list. I don't know what subject lines to put in. I don't know what to put in my workflows. So we created a resource for you that walks you through exactly what to say and send to your email list. You can grab that in the link below. So with the welcome sequence, your goal for this is to get people to learn more about your brand and get people to learn more about your best-selling products. So this is where you want to kind of double down and focus on what are your best sellers, what do you want people to know you for, or what do you want to be known for for your brand, and what else do people need to know so they you know, like, know, and trust you, essentially. So I love for these emails, including your brand story, including if you have like a, a bigger mission, including things like if you donate a portion of sales to charity organizations or something, why people should buy your product, how does it help someone, what's a transformation, social proof, follow me on Instagram, follow me on TikTok, et cetera. So those are going to be the, the emails where you're nurturing that relationship. You know, it's not like not everybody is going to buy from you from the first time, and you have to really really understand that not everyone's going to buy from you right away and these emails build up that nurturing and in re- relationship in addition to giving them the coupon code so if you're doing a 10% off for joining the email list make sure that you give them the coupon code but then you're also following up throughout those emails reminding them hey don't forget to use your coupon code. So this is going to be the workflow that I would start off building first. Again, I'm going to link all my email resources for you below. I have my email marketing toolkit exclusively for my e-commerce people. Uh, I'm going to link Klaviyo, which is my number one. I love Klaviyo so much. Link that below. If you're not using Klaviyo, definitely get started with that. It's the best email marketing for product-based people. And Num- the sequence number two that I would start off with next is cart abandonment. So cart abandonment is really actually like your biggest low-hanging fruit, actually, now that I think of it, because everybody loses people when they go to – so if someone goes to your website, they go to checkout, and they're like, oops, I don't have a credit card. Or like, oops, my my laptop died. Or, oh, shit, my kid, I have to go pick up my kid from school. Everybody has reasons why they don't follow through with a purchase. And you want to have the automation set up. So they're reminding those people like, hey, you left that water bottle in your car. Grab it before it sells out. So these are these are actually the easiest workflows, honestly, because in my opinion, these, especially if you use someone like Klaviyo, Klaviyo literally has the templates um, mapped out for you. And with these, you know, you don't want to mess around too much with them because in these cart abandonment emails they're going to be reminding people of like hey you left this specific product in your shopping cart and with those types of emails you don't want to screw up too much with the with the code because they're linked directly to, to your product in there whatever people left in their shopping cart so these you can kind of keep simple but always like With email, I think people forget that you should be infusing your brand personality. Always, always infuse your personality into your emails. Otherwise, they are boring and bland. So card abandonment, you want to have a few of these emails that will go out and just remind people that they left something in their shopping cart. So you can do things like adding in a coupon code. You can add in like a photo or a video, like you can make it kind of fun, but the point of these is getting people to buy your product. You're recovering the sale. And you might tell yourself, like some of the objections I hear are like, well, they didn't buy my product because they didn't want it, obviously. But that's not true. It could have been that you have really ridiculously high shipping rates. That's going to make most people abandon their shopping carts. And that's a different conversation (laughs) altogether for this episode. Um, I have gone through more times than I could ever count where I'm about to buy from you and then you don't take PayPal and I don't have my credit card on me. Right there, you lost the sale. Um, There have been other times where like, you know, I've literally like, oh my God, I have to go pick up my kid from school. Like that's actually one that happens to me quite often. I'm like, oops, I gotta go. And then I forget to come back and, and buy the product. You know, My laptop will then die and all my tabs disappear. So don't assume that just because they didn't buy, they didn't want your product. Life happens and you also may have really, really high shipping rates. If you do, I would double check that because that's probably why you're losing all of those sales. So card abandonment will basically uh, help recover some of those sales that you otherwise would have completely lost. So this truly is the lowest hanging fruit in terms of your workflows and you really should have something set up. So if you don't oh my God, you are losing sales every single day and I want to help you recover those sales. Okay, and then lastly, the third, in my opinion, one of the most important workflows that you need is your post-purchase. So we've already gone through your welcome sequence. This is for people that have joined your email list but have not purchased from you, okay? These are very different We have talked about our cart abandonment. So someone goes through your website, they're putting a product in their shopping cart, they're gonna check out and then they don't buy for whatever reason. Those are cart abandonment emails and those are gonna help recover some of those other, like what would have been lost sales. And then the third, in my opinion, the most important and the ones that you should focus on first are gonna be your post purchase. So you can probably assume from the title, these are emails that are gonna get sent out after someone buys your product. And these in my opinion are probably like even though the other two are ones that are going to really help get you sales, the post purchase does get you sales indirectly. But the post purchase is what's going to help get that customer that has just bought from you and make them feel like one they made a right decision in buying your product. They're going to reinforce that buying decision. Two, they're going to make the you're going to make the customer feel welcome and connected to your brand and three or three out of the four things that these should be doing is you're going to get your customers to do some things for you that are going to help you indirectly get sales like post a picture of the unboxing on social media post a picture on TikTok or sorry I said those in reverse like tag you know tag us in a video and post on TikTok um make us a UGC video share a, a story and tag us you know write a review leave a review refer a friend, join our customer loyalty program. So these are all things that you want your customers to be doing after they buy from you and not just like, oh, they bought from you. Thanks. Peace out. Which is what most of you are doing, unfortunately. And if you are doing that, I love you so much. This episode is for you. And I want to turn that around for you because you should be involving your customers. They can do so much good stuff for you. So and then also with that um, post-purchase is you can try to get them to buy something else. Like you can do an upsell of something. You can or upsell, cross sell. Like you can in those emails be like, "Hey, thank you for being a loyal part of our brand. Here is a ten dollar coupon for a future purchase." You know, like you can do things that are gonna get them to buy more, and you should be doing that. Like, don't don't be afraid to ask for the sale. They've already just bought from you, and if you're doing the the things, if you're making the customer experience solid. If you're sending the emails that are going to get them to post on social media and feel connected and all that, like they're going to want to buy more from you. And so let's say they bought one of your products. Like, hey, if you bought um, this facial serum, you know what? You would also love our facial oil. Here's a coupon for that. Like cross sell your bestsellers to them. And the fourth thing that these email sequences will do is, again, like, you can get them to buy more from you. You can get them to be connected to your brand. I forgot what the second one I talked about was. Oh, brain fart. Um, But either way, these post-purchase emails are going to get people to want to buy more from you, feel connected to your brand do things for you and and all that kind of stuff. So you're creating this like awesome experience for them. And for me, this is, this is gonna be one of the most important workflows because in my opinion, the post-purchase workflow is the one that will create those customer super fans. So card abandonment and the welcome sequence will get you sales. The post-purchase will get you sales over time. So if you're looking for sales tomorrow, Get your freaking welcome sequence and your card abandonment up and running. Post-purchase will help you get sales next week, next month, next year. But what it really does is it tightens up and it builds those customer superfans. The other thing that, that these emails will do for you is, you know, I, I was thinking about a product I bought um, recently, one of my clients, and it's a company. She sells a specific home decor product. And there's like a specific way that you should be cleaning those products. And I think on one of our first one-on-one, actually, she was a one-on-one client too. And one of our one-on-one cl- uh, calls, one of the things that we wanted to focus on was, our, was her email flows and we built them out and i asked her like what are some of the things that customers um complain about what are some of the problems that customers have after they get your product what are some of the things that your customers constantly email you and ask you and she said oh um it's like how to clean the product people get really p- people don't know how to clean it and then if you clean it the wrong way it ruins the, the thing and i was like oh my god well that's what you need to put in your post purchase workflow so in addition to like getting the people to feel connected to your brand like reminding them, hey, when the product comes in the mail, be sure to tag us on Instagram, social media, TikTok, whatever. Leave a review, um, refer a friend, join our loyalty program. Um, You should be setting your customer um, expectation up. So if there's anything about your product that people really need to know before they get it, that needs to go in the the post-purchase too, because what it's doing is it's going to end up reducing your customer service emails. And I know I'm not sure about you, but when I had my business, like customer service emails were the worst. They are the worst things ever and no one wants to do those. So the more you can kind of let your customers know before the product arrives, like, hey, just be sure of this thing. Or if there's a frequently asked question list that people just – there's like so many annoying questions that people are asking you about this product – make sure you put that in there. Or things like if you have like a subscription box business. I know this happened to one of my other clients. Like, Is there something that people need to know about their subscription that you can just put in the post-purchase workflow? And it reminds them like, oh yeah, if I want to skip a box, I can just click here. Or like, hey, I have this problem with this one product. like It keeps doing this X, Y, and Z thing. Here's how you can fix that. So Keep your customers in the loop of problems that they might experience or if there's anything specific about your product that, that you need to know about, make sure that's in your, your post-purchase too. So post-purchase is kind of like you are combating customer service requests. You're making them feel included. Like, hey, thank you for buying my product. Like, I value you so much. Here's our brand story in case you didn't know. And like, you know, there. it's just, these are such powerful uh, workflows And they can not only make you more money, but like they will help you create those really loyal customers. So these are my three key workflows. I think they are absolutely essential if you have a product-based business. Again, my email marketing platform of choice is Klaviyo by far. It's a little bit hard to set up like in the front end. But once you know how to use it, it's just magical. And the power that damn platform has. I mean, I know I work with so many Clients that use Flowdesk and they use MailChimp and like, oh my God, Flowdesk is really pretty, but it sucks for a product-based business because guess what? It wasn't created for e-commerce. It was created for photography companies and like people that need pretty things. And that's not necessarily like a product-based business. Product-based businesses, you need to be able to fucking understand how to implement workflows like I just told you. You think in Flowdesk you're going to be able to get like these robust card abandonment things set up? No. So that's why I really always push people to use Klaviyo. Another email marketing um, platform that I used to use for my client that I really liked is OmniSend. I really liked OmniSend. I thought it was pretty good, but Klaviyo just is the best. It's the best. So that is my email marketing platform of choice. So again, if you like this bonus episode, be sure to let me know. And again, if you are looking for templates that you can kind of copy and, and plug and play, we have my email marketing toolkit, which is literally perfection for a product-based business owner. You can grab that in the link below. If you have any questions on email, let me know. I love talking about email marketing. Like I said, it's going to be a huge focus of the podcast and of my business moving forward. Um, I had just announced last week, some email marketing done for you services that we're going to be offering, like creating your workflows for you, adding those into Clavio for you. So if that's something that you're interested in, uh, definitely hit me up on Instagram and let me know, and I can give you more information. It should be launching, um, this month or in January of 2023, but I'm really excited. I listen to you guys. I hear you. You tell me all the time that you want to do email, but you don't know how to implement it. You don't know what to say. You don't know what to put in your workflows. Um, And I love doing this and I love seeing people get passive income from email. It makes my heart happy. So, all right, guys, I will talk to you on the next episode. If you love this episode, definitely be sure to take a moment and leave a review on Apple iTunes, five stars, of course. And let me know how the podcast has helped you. Like, has it helped you? Um, What have you liked learning about? Definitely let me know. And I always love hearing from you on my Instagram. Okay. See you next week.